You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Wednesday, the 5th of July, and time is just absolutely flying by. Cannot believe it's already July, and I uh, hope everyone had a wonderful 4th of July holiday. Enjoyed yourself, enjoyed time with family and friends, and a little time off of uh, normal work, and hope everyone enjoyed all of that. Today... We've got uh, some best bets to make for the John Deere Classic uh, TPC Deer Run course here. Uh, last week for golf did not go very well. Actually, pretty poorly. Might have been our, and we can do the math or check on this later, but could have been our worst tournament of the year, unfortunately, at uh, Detroit country club which is a shame because it was one of those i actually felt uh the best about heading into it um but yeah just just not very good i think part of it was too like some of the top 40s that we ended up betting um we took for like a half a unit uh a good bunch of those cam davis taylor pendrith adam svenson those were all half unit plays at the end where you know, two and three with our full unit plays at top 40. The matchups really killed us. I mean, we lost every single matchup. We didn't win a single, we didn't win a single matchup uh, out of the five that we bet last week. Tournament long matchups, that is. So um, that was really what, what hurt us the most. You got to win some of the top, you got to win more of the top 40s. And such, especially with the outright uh, drought that we seem to be on. Uh, but no big deal. We move on to the John Deere Classic. We enter the John Deere minus 12s. That was almost a six-unit uh, loser of a tournament for us, which is really painful. We just got back up to, you know, six units uh, down on the year. Uh, now we're down to 12. Uh, not quite our worst, our lowest point of the season. Well, definitely not really our lowest point. Our lowest point came sometime in, I guess it would have been near the memorial at some point. Which really isn't that many weeks ago to begin with, but uh, it's been quite a roller coaster of a season. I'll just leave it at that. And uh, 
down 12 units. I think it's kind of a uh, fun and interesting experiment what we do with golf here on this show, especially now that we're down a little bit. Like it makes it very, uh, it makes it very interesting to talk about because people look at this and and they think you know the model stinks or it's not working or betting golf is really hard and all those things very well could and may be true. I don't know, uh, but we do the best we can every every week make the model we make our bets will this turn people off of of following our bets in the model yeah it might and uh and that's the beauty of it is I, I try to put all the the math and the data out there in front of you and let everyone make their own decision because quite honestly you could use the same model that i'm using right the same stuff that i'm making and you could come up with 15 other bets that I didn't make. And you might win, you might lose. But the point is, there's many ways to look at a set of numbers and a model and look and see what catches your eye. Everybody's a little bit different, so some things might catch your eye that don't catch mine. And that's kind of the beauty of doing it the way that we do it. Uh, it doesn't just spit out like it's not just going to tell you. Oh yeah, these are the these are the best bets here. What I've been tracking, and I think we talked about this last week, and I'm going to continue to do so since the memorial. So we've had uh, five tournaments. And I've just been tracking where the winner mod was modeled in our last model, or in the in the model for the current week. So for um, the Rocket Mortgage. Ricky Fowler was third in the model. And this is, of course, unchanged from beginning, you know, the beginning of the week when I made it. I don't change anything. And then I just wanted to track where the winners are finishing on the model. Are they always top 20? Are they always top 10? Are they always top five? And I just picking the wrong guys. Like, Let's get a big sample size of like where the guys are finishing. Uh, so, so far since the Memorial with Victor Hovland, he was 14th, uh, 26th with Nick Taylor at the Canadian, 36th Wyndham Clark at the U.S. Open, 24th at the Travelers with uh, Keegan Bradley, and then third with Ricky Fowler last week. So um, I'm not sure it's really going to tell me anything that's useful but I'm more curious for my own my own tracking because what I feel like sometimes, I've talked about this too, is sometimes I feel like I'm throwing darts after looking at the model for the same reason I like it. It, it makes it very uh, intimidating and very difficult to actually, you know, make bets because it doesn't just tell you what to bet. So you're kind of using your own brain, you're using your own, you know, ideas and thoughts and what you've heard for the week and what you've all these other things all these outside factors that are weighing into your decisions and that's good in a lot of ways but also it you know if our model is constantly spitting out top 10 guys that are winning and we're not betting them why 
What are we doing wrong? So anyway, we'll be tracking that over the next couple of weeks. Let's get into the tournament and the bench. John Deere Classic, absolute birdie fast, wide fairways. Greens are somewhat small. Eh, they're about average, but they're very easy. This is an extension of just an absolute birdie fest, just like we've had the last two weeks. In fact, the model's using data from Detroit and TPC, Craig Ranch, Boston, Twin Cities, River Highlands, all the places that we go and it's a birdie fest. Those are the ones that were also using here for the model. Uh, just really not a difficult course. That's all there is to it. Really weak field, not a difficult course. We'll see what we can do. Um, one of the changes I made to the four stats that we're using this week is I've actually included um, putt distance from 10 to 15 feet. How often do you make the putts from 10 to 15 feet? And what I was really curious about is on that set of courses, right, those easy courses, who makes the most putts? Who makes the most putts? And if we go here, do to do, just wanted to see this Hank Laboda, Lebiota, uh, Harry Higgs, Ches Reavy, Nick Hardy, Taylor Montgomery, Bay Hostler. Some strange names you'll find when you sort things a little bit differently. Denny McCarthy doesn't show up until uh, 16th. And then a lot of just really kind of no-name guys. Satoshi Kodira. I butchered the crap out of that, I know. But he's a guy that I wanted to get involved with. And what I find sometimes, it's just so hard to get involved with all the guys that I really want to be involved with. It's It gets very difficult. Uh, but some really interesting numbers when you go ahead and do that. It wasn't enough to trigger any bets for me. Uh, but I just thought it was an interesting interesting way of looking at this. Like, who's good at making the 10 to 15 footers? Because I think those are the guys that are going to do well. I was reading something that, uh, you know, the winner of this tournament in the past... Um, Like when Emiliano Grillo won, he made like 66 of 68 inside of 10 feet for the tournament. Like if you want to win here, you've got to make the putts. And I didn't want to do 5 to 10 feet because I think most of the field makes like the guys that we're going to want, we're, we're not going to find any separation at that distance. I thought 10 to 15 might give us some guys that are, you know, if you can consistently make the 10 to 15 footers, I think you're going to be just fine. So, um, interesting little wrinkle to the model this week. I have a whole list of bets here. We'll start with the outrights. Uh, and these will all be posted on uh, Twitter, at SteadyPicks underscore Tom. I've been doing a good job of that the last couple weeks, getting everything posted there. And then uh, on SteadyPicks.com, you'll find all this posted under the uh, My Picks section. Over on points bet Alex Smalley, 45 to 1. 
uh, Carl Yuan. These are all the, these next handful are on DraftKings. Carl Yuan, hundred eighty to one, just a, a tenth of a unit. Gordon Sargent, sixty to one. Ludwig Aberg, twenty to one. You can get a better number now. I jumped in and felt like I was uh, missing the train of a of a number that was shortening pretty good, but you can get a better number now. Peter Quest, 75 to 1, absolutely out of nowhere last week. Uh, that's about the best number you can get. I think there's an 80. But came out of nowhere last week. Justin Lauer, we had him last week at 350 to 1. He's now 110 to 1. And we'll take a little piece of him, just like a, a quarter of a unit, even a little bit less. Scott Piercy. Guy that shows up every once in a while, 150 to 1. That's a tenth of a unit. Dylan Wu, 60 to 1. That's my fav- one of my favorite bets of the day, of the week. Nick Taylor, 40 to 1. And then uh, Doug Gim at Caesars, 65 to 1. Between those last three outrights, Dylan Wu, Nick Taylor, Doug Gim, those are my, like, if you had to pick three of these that that I give, uh, those are the three you want. 40 to 1, 60 to 1, 65 to 1 for Doug Gim there at the end. But Doug Gim's only, the best number was at Caesars by far, so make sure you bet it there. Um, I also like Alex Smalley a lot. That number's gotten shorter, I think. I don't know if I like it as much. Where it is. Top 40s on BetMGM. Chaz Reavy, Doug Gim, Nick Taylor, Chesson Hadley. Chasen, Chesson Hadley. Not sure. He's plus 160 on BetMGM for a top 40. Um, and I think the numbers, the numbers just worked for what I was looking at for this guy. Chasen Hadley. Uh, T10 last year, T34 here two years ago. He's made three cuts in a row and been inside the top 40 in those three uh, in those three made cuts. I don't know, man. He just ranked really high on a couple of things that I had uh, looked at. And I think we had to take a chance. Had to take a chance on it. So Jason Hadley. Top 40 plus 160. Nick Taylor's minus 125. Doug Gim is minus 120. Chez Reavy minus 110. We'll see what we can do. I don't love the collection of outrights versus, um, like, I think my favorite guys, I've done the top 40s and the top 30s. The outrights, I was picking off some some bad numbers or what I thought were bad numbers. But like, Chez Reavy, I'd love to have a piece of him to win. Nick Taylor, we do have a piece of Jason Hadley. Like, I'd love to have a piece of him to win, uh, which we may end up with before this thing uh, kicks off. Actually, I can guarantee I'll be adding that. Yeah, I think I will be. Top 30 bets on uh, FanDuel. These are all on FanDuel. Steven Yeager, top 30, minus 105. Adam Hadwin, top 30. Minus 115, Ludwig Aberg, top 30. Minus 105, we need a good day from him, or a good tournament from him. Emiliano Grillo, plus 100. Alex Smalley, plus 100. 
Eric Cole plus 130, which I thought was a very strange number to see Eric Cole plus 130 for a top 30 finish. I think that's pretty good. And those on, um, I think we did like uh, half a unit. Yeah, we did like, it was 0. 0.6. 0. 0.6 units on those top 30s. The top 40s are more like a full unit. And then we have, uh, I guess we did add a Dylan Wu top 40 on on uh, Barstool Bet Rivers at plus 125. That's available. Dylan Wu, I really like him this week. The two matchups, tournament-long matchups I've gone with this week are Steven Yeager versus uh, Carson Young and Endicott. Steven Yeager, plus 115. And then Denny McCarthy, plus 105 against Kucher and Zach Johnson. That, to me, is like an absolute no-brainer. Like, everyone should be betting that. I think Denny McCarthy ranks uh, towards the very, very top. Of the model, I think he's very good. I think he's going to have a good chance to win this tournament. So, um, as do the odds reflect that as well. So, I would say that's a good bet plus one hundred five. On uh, those are both on BetMGM. Those matchups. So, that's going to do it for us here. Those are the best bets from uh, from me for the John Deere Classic. Appreciate all of the support, and I hope everyone enjoys this. Um, a lot of good feedback over the last couple of couple of months on the golf stuff. I appreciate it so much, and uh, we look forward to continuing to do that. You like the bets? Do you, what do you think about what I picked? Let me know over on Twitter at SteadyPicks underscore Tom. Thank you so much for listening today. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the tournament. Talk to you tomorrow.